Welcome to the Can I Go Home Now podcast with me, John Kennedy. All right, here's a garage band beat. Can I go home now? That John guy sure is interesting. This podcast saved my marriage. GarageBand has the best beats. Hey everybody, welcome to the welcome to the first one. This is the first of them all. This is the, the, the guys start somewhere. This is the first. Um, I, I my name is John Kennedy. Um, I, I feel like the can I go home now? Uh, I feel like I I feel like I named it right. You know, this podcast is for uh. Just people who are just, they just want to go home, you know? You Have you ever been at a party and there's just a guy who's like, hey, and you're like, oh, can I go home now, you know? um, I don't know what, uh, I, I had you guys submit some things for this, but uh, yeah, uh, that's kind of what I'm going to do every week is I'm going to have you guys send in some stories and you guys sent in some good ones that I'll read later. Um... But I guess to start, um, I guess I'll just talk a little bit. Um, I, uh, I'm really sore today. I got, okay, so I got my, uh, my vaccine. Um, I don't know if you guys have your vaccine listening to this. I got the second one, uh, the other day, like a week ago because of my job and, uh, it sucks. I'm going to be honest. Don't get it. Just don't do it. Um, cause there's no point really in getting it. Um, if you get it, you're gonna, you're gonna be sore. You're gonna be really sore and, uh, you're gonna throw up you. I didn't, but I know people that did. And I thought I was, I, I couldn't sleep for a couple. So here's what happened when they first gave it to me. Like, so I got the first one and it hurt, uh, pretty, like my arm was really sore afterwards, but, uh, that was it. And then the second one, I went back to the same place and this lady put it in my arm and she, you know, she looked like a, like a nurse lady and she put it in my arm. And then when she was taking it out, she like yanked it crookedly. Like she pulled it slightly diagonal, like to the side. So the needle like shifted around in my arm or whatever happened. And then it, as she pulled out, I was like, ow. And then I looked down and my arm is just like bleeding, like down to my elbow and like down to my like forearm. And I was like, ow. And she's like, oh, crap. And then she got the Band-Aid, and she was putting the Band-Aid on. And when she put the Band-Aid on, she left, it, like, one of the plastic sides on. It was just it was just sticking in my arm, not doing anything. I was like, lady, this is a shit show. Can I please not have blood leaking? Like, you know how much blood just leaked out of me just now? Like, an entire vaccine's worth of blood. So that's what I... If you're going to get the second vaccine, just, just put it in yourself or just drink it. Because that... I mean, yeah, I was like, are you even a doctor? She was like, no. I was like, oh, okay. That's the thing, too. They don't have, like, doctors. Like, it's just, like, people, like, volunteers. Like, my when I got my first one, it was just, like, a bunch of, like, old women that, like, like, old women that just, like, I was like, do you at least sew? Are you, like, a, soul, a sewing old lady? That's a needle. 
She was like, I mean, I play Mahjong. I was like, that's not even close to what I'm not even comfortable. But that's that's literally all that it is. If you go get it, um, at least in Fargo, that's where I live, Fargo, North Dakota. So if you ever come to Fargo and you want to get your vaccine, I'll uh, show you all the good places. But um, yeah, there's my uh, let's just start off with that. Second thing I want to talk about is uh, you can't see it. I'm not recording it, but I'm in my room right now, and I uh, I have a, all, a bunch of posters behind me. It, like, if I did record it, it'd look kind of cool. Like, I set it up pretty nice, but, I mean, I don't. it's not that big of a deal. I want to talk about this poster. This, uh, you can't see it. I don't know what I'm doing. So I'm pointing at this poster of this. I did a show at a at a ground round one time i i do stand up and this if you know what a ground round is or if you don't know what it is it's kind of like like a it's like an applebee's but i don't know if they're just midwestern it, it, anyway i i did one in grand forks north dakota me and a couple of my buddies went up and we were doing this show and uh the second comic on stage was this guy chase and um while I was on stage, this lady in the crowd uh, came up and she was like, hey, she was like on stage with them, like trying to talk into the mic. And he was like, uh, like, can someone help? And then this old guy in like a leather, like a leather coat with like a gray beard and like glad, like, like transition lenses came up and he was like, oh, ma'am, ma'am, I'm going to need you to step to the side, ma'am, ma'am, follow me. We're going out here, ma'am. Hey, hey. Ma'am, support the troops, ma'am. Come with me. Get over here. That's how he talked. And uh, so the girl like gets off stage, and Chase was second. I was last on the on the show, so I was the last person to go up. And the show was like going fine, and then it got up to a, uh, it got to uh, up up to my turn, and the crowd's like kind of drunk at this point. And I, yeah, whatever. I'll just go up and tell my dumb jokes, and then leave so I'm, I'm up there and i'm and i'm talking and then like two minutes into it not even like maybe a minute 30 uh wait, by the way the light at this place was so blue like if, if you're gonna just like make it less of blue like if you're gonna be at a show because you couldn't even see my face it was just blue on my face so everyone in the crowd was like what's his expressions we don't know and I was like, I'm mad right now. And they're like, oh, he's mad because they can't tell because the light is so blue. And so I'm still sitting up there like a blueberry. And I just hear someone yell in the back of the in the back of the place. This uh, it was the same girl. She was like yelling with like her friends back there. And they were like, ah, rah, rah, rah. and I was like, hey, quiet, please. I'm trying to I'm trying to do this. Please and she's like, she, I she like heard it and then she like kind of quieted it down and I was like, okay, good. And then she started walking like towards the front, and I was like, oh fuck, is she gonna come up here? And she sees her friend in the first row, so the very first row. And then she starts talking to that friend, and I was like, um, hey guys, uh, can I can I do a show? But I I was like trying to ignore, and then she just started making out with this girl. I don't know if she knew this girl if she was in a relationship with this girl, but she started making out like they, like they loved each other. And I was on stage not knowing what to do. I was like, Hey, 
guys. Uh, just keep going, I guess. I'm gonna, I'm gonna just forget I'm here. I'm sorry. I'm just gonna keep talking about Burger King or whatever. And then I like turn to look at my notes, which I can't see because they're oh so blue. And I look at them, and then I look back, and she's right in my face, like she's right on stage in my. It scared me. I was like, oh shit. And then she was like, uh, she was like. That's not my girlfriend. And I was like, ah, that's okay. I never said it was. Uh, bye. It didn't work. She didn't leave when I said bye. And in fact, she grabbed my arm and I was like, uh, uh, is there a ground round security anywhere? Is there anyone that can help me out? And then the same guy in the leather coat and the gray beard and the transition lenses and the those boots that you you can you can picture them you can you know what boots I'm talking about, and he was like uh, he was like hey ma'am uh ma'am ma'am you're gonna need to come with me ma'am ma'am you're gonna come with me ma'am he can't be over here ma'am uh uh my son was in the army ma'am you gotta get out you gotta come over here ma'am um um stolen valor ma'am and then she gets off stage with him and I was like okay. Good. I can just finish my set. I can go home and then I can, I, I, who knows what's going to happen after that. I'll probably just take a shower or something, but I was, we were doing good, you know, like no one was, no one was talking in this place anymore. And it, it was just me and, uh, and like the people that actually wanted to listen. So I was like, okay, this is great. And then, okay. So the setup of this building is like, um, it's like a, like a, a dining room. But in the dining room, there's, like, two garage doors that, like, go up. It's, like, a pretty big room. The garage doors go up, and then it's, like, a screen, like a like a mosquito s- screen. And then it's the outside. And it was – there were people outside. It was, like, in the summer. So there were people outside, and uh, you, they could, like, watch the show. And then the girl that got kicked out went to the outside part. So she's just behind the screen now. And I noticed her, and I was like, oh, dude, now she's going to just, oh. And it was, like, getting to me. But I was like, whatever. I guess I'll just, nothing's going to happen. Like, who knows what's going to happen. And then she just, uh, she she sits down in, like, a lawn chair. There's, like, these two lawn chairs. And the people, like, kind of recognized her. They, like, kind of scooted away a little bit. And then she threw up. She threw up so much on the ground so much, it, and everyone heard it. You know that distinct vomit on concrete sound? That distinct, and it's like like splattering on the ground. Everyone in the place turned and was like, Ugh, uh. there was a guy who was sitting right next to her, and he was like, it got on my shoes. It's on my shoes. And I was like, oh, I have five minutes left on stage, and I just want to go. And then the, her friends came. It's like, where were you guys at the rest of the time? They come out, and then they, like, help her. They, like, call an Uber for her, and then they, uh... Oh, there's a helicopter outside my house. Okay. Um, where was I? Oh, yeah, so their friends help her. They, uh, they like, call an Uber for her and, like, get her... They, like, wipe the vomit off her face or whatever, and then they send her home. And then after the show... I just finished. I was like, ah, I just, let's just wrap it up. And then I get off stage and um, her friends came up to me and I was like, hey guys. And they're like, hey, John, uh, sorry about, uh, sorry about her. 
Um, I was like, no, it's fine. You know, it's like sometimes you just get a little drunk. And they were like, no, I know. She was just on a little PCP. And I was like, I mean, you didn't you didn't need to tell me uh, that. Grand Forks, I guess that's... If you're going to do PCP, do it in Grand Forks because uh, um, there's not much there. I mean, like, the people are pretty cool, but, I mean, they have, like, a strip mall. You guys, that's, that's like, all North Dakota is. It's just strip malls and just Burger Kings. I, I, I eat so much Burger King. But... Anyway, so that was that was my ground round uh, story. I did, that was the show that I did there a while ago, and um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I think I'm I think I'm doing another one there at some point because uh, North Dakota doesn't care. That's the thing. North Dakota doesn't care about anything. They don't care about COVID. They don't care about anything. That's why I'm glad I at least have the vaccine. So that way, if people are gonna be like out and about it's like well you know at least i can come too now you know so if you're gonna be doing something at least now i can show up and be like hey i'm gonna do it too you know because that's what that means it's gonna happen anyway i'm gonna be going out and i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna lick some people that's what i'm gonna do i'm gonna lick some people and um they're gonna they're gonna be wet damp um I want to get into this though. This is what I want to talk about. Um, you guys send you guys send in some good stories. Uh, I haven't read any, uh, but I'm sure they're good. Um, the stories are about. Uh, I I, put, I wrote on Twitter and I was like, uh, send me some stories about a time when you just thought I want to go home. Um, and it, you guys lived up to the hype. So let me uh, let me read some of these. This is the first one. Um, I'm not going to say the the name of these people because um um because I hate names. Um and cuz you know, I don't want it to be uh I don't want to be on I I don't fuck it. Dude, I'm just going to get into this story. Okay, so this is guy's name uh not going to say. Um here's the story. All right. I just want to go home story. I lived in North Carolina at the time. Uh, I can't do an accent. Um, I was staying with an Australian Aboriginal tribe for three days as part of a study abroad program. It was a five-hour bus ride from the nearest town. On day one, we were walking around doing Australian things when it felt like my entire right leg exploded. I had stepped on a bull ant, which has a sting so painful to stop humans' hearts from the pain. A bull ant? I didn't even know ants could sting. Wait, okay, so you stepped on an ant where you weren't wearing shoes, I'm guessing. Unless it went through the rubber and the insole. Okay, Jesus Christ, so your leg exploded. It felt like it. All right. The excruciating pain went on for four hours. At that point, I just wanted to go home. But that wasn't an option. That night, we were sitting around a communal fire when a few of us decided to walk back to our cabin. On the way back, a snake slithered about three feet in front of us in the grass. Two people screamed bloody murder, but I didn't think too much about it. The next morning, our guide asked us what happened, and we told him about the brown and yellow snake. He told us in the most Aussie way possible 
Good thing you didn't get bit. The quickest helicopter wouldn't take two hours to pick you up. But you'd be dead in about ten minutes. That might ruin your trip. Yeah, fucking... Would it, would it ruin the trip if you died? Yeah, probably. Uh, turns out it was an eastern brown snake. Uh, turns out it was an eastern brown snake. The second most venomous snake in the world. The second most ven- Who decides that? Who's like the guy who's like, yeah, that's definitely two. Um, at that point, I was ready to go back home. 10,000 miles away. Yeah, man. Um... Did you get your leg checked out? Like, that's a the snake part school, but, like, uh, you felt like your leg exploded. You're just like, ah, it's probably fine. I'll just walk it off. I mean, it's a good story, though. Yeah, it's, I've never been that close to death, so um, I, I, good for you, man. Now, now you have that story to tell. About the eastern brown snake. And now I know what the second most venomous snake in the world is. I didn't. Um, now I do. Um, so yeah. Good story. I would definitely want to go home. That guy's name. I'm not going to say it. Um, good story. Alright, let's get to the next one. What's what's this one? Um, oh, this one's longer. Okay. Um Okay, I don't know if you're serious about your request for I really want to leave right now stories, uh, but I have a crazy one that I have dubbed a very Deadpool almost murder. All right. Um, this story is about an irresistible charisma of Ryan Reynolds almost cost me my life. Let's dive in. A couple of years ago, I went to see Deadpool alone on Valentine's Day. It, it's a sold-out show, and a somewhat intoxicated guy slides into the empty seat on my left, just as the previews are starting. Multiple times during the movie, he tries to take my hand, put his arm around my shoulders, and band spreads into my leg room until I'm forced to basically dangle my body into the aisle. Um, he even offered to be my valentine for the night. Okay, at that point, I would uh, I would just be like, uh, I would just go, Oh! Oh! And then everyone in the movie would be like, hey, shut up. And I'd be like, oh, the usher would be like, ma'am, you need to, oh, oh, I'm not being quiet. Um, he offered to be my Valentine for the night and leaned in to kiss me at one point. Uh, I thought about leaving, but damn it. The movie is so funny that I refused to cave. Yeah, that movie is pretty funny. Um, yeah, I mean, I haven't seen it, but I'm sure it's great. Or fucking not. Uh, when the movie ends, I immediately get up and stride for the exit. That's when the guy grabs my arm and whips me around saying, Wait, what's your name? <laughs> Just the drunken mumble. Wait, what's your name? Also, like, dude, what are you... Is, do you has this worked before? You just standing around at a movie theater? Uh, red flags flashing. I mutter a fake name and then <laughs> I mutter a fake name and then rush into the bathroom. Hey, what's your name? Richard Branson. And then I run into the bathroom, uh, where I hide out for about 15 minutes while trying to get somebody on the phone who could come to the theater. Nobody answers because it's like 1245 AM. But eventually I get a hold of my older brother who lives an hour away, but offers to stay on the phone while I exit the theater. Um, that's good. He can fight uh, through the phone. 
Um, by this time, I figure the guy has to be gone. Again, it's been at least 15 minutes. Um, I walk out, and the lobby is deserted. Nervously, I chatter to my brother about the movie and walk outside to the pitch black parking lot. Seriously, there are no lights in this place. Um, dude, it's, I hate that. When you... Only movie theaters do that too. When you're like after a movie late at night and they just, it's like nothing's open. The lights are off, but you're still in the building. It's like, does anyone work here? Where are the employees? You just go back and take like a popcorn. As I walk past a large concrete support room and into a lot, into the lot itself, I see a figure step toward me from out of the fucking shadows. That's in caps. Yeah, that, that'd be pretty... I, shit would definitely fill my pants. Um, I turn toward the movement and realize it's the same guy and he had been w- hiding in the dark and waiting for me to come out of the building. What? In parentheses. Uh, I guess he didn't realize I was on the phone at first, but when he f- did, he stepped back quickly and I hightailed it to my car, not stopping to look back until I had the door open. Uh, he had followed me a few steps into the lot, but stopped about halfway to my car and j- was just standing in the dark, uh, watching me get into the vehicle. As I drove away, he was still standing there, completely still in the middle of the lot. The whole time, my brother is asking if the guy is still there, and I shakily convey that, yes, he was there, but no, he wasn't still following me. My brother, ever the loving sibling, yawns and says, cool, I'm going back to bed. Oh, that's good. It's cool. I'm going back to that's like a brother who's uh, you could tell he was sleeping before that. Before, before you, you probably woke him up. He's like, Oh no. All right. I'll stay on the phone. Uh, just, yeah. Just if you need me, I'll be on the phone. You, you ever like, are you ever having a conversation that you, after you just woke up and you're just like, Oh yeah. Just put the plants in the, in the, He's probably like, yeah, I'll fucking fight him. It's fine. Just keep me on the phone. <laughs> He's probably just like, yeah, just uh, just put him put him on the phone with me, and I'll talk to him. Uh, I'll just. Lots of people I've shared this story with say maybe I should avoid going to late movies alone in the future. But maybe, but I say maybe parents should avoid raising their sons to think it's okay to stalk women in a parking lot. Um, yeah, I mean that's reasonable. I would, uh, I agree with that. Don't raise your kids to uh, to stalk women in a parking lot. Um, I, I don't know if that's how his parents were just like, yeah, hey, when you're older, you're gonna stalk women in a parking lot, or if that's just like a that's just a skill he learned from uh from just life evolving as a person. But yeah, man, I totally agree. That's uh anyway, feel free to share it. Uh, it doesn't, okay. Yeah. It doesn't get any more. I wish I could leave right now. Yeah, I agree. Uh, yeah, that's a good story to, uh, to tell people. Um, I, if you want, like I sounds like a, sounds like a, like a, at least like the, the guy sounded hammered. And just fucking, I could just, I can, I feel like I can smell him, if that makes sense. Like, I feel like I can smell this guy that you're referring to. Just, hey, 
hey, what movie are you watching? You're like, I'm watching the same one as you, man. We're in the same theater. Oh, cool. But yeah, all right. Um, let's just go on to the next one. Um, um, this is by, oh yeah, I'm not saying the names. All right. Um, one time, a couple of years ago, my family and I was on a cruise. My family and I was on a cruise that was sailing around Mexico. I had snuck a decent amount of THC gummies on the trip without my family knowing. Around a thousand milligrams worth. Um, trying to get everyone on the boat. Um, I was eating them through the trip, but saving a lot to eat on a single night to have some extra fun. Uh, halfway through the trip, I meet someone who seemed pretty cool at first, and we hit it off. The next day, I decided was the day to eat over 500 milligrams. You ate 500 milligrams in uh, in one sitting. Okay, uh, I, I ate them a few hours before dinner. Well, you're already full. Uh, and they never really hit until dinner. When they hit in caps... Now, I've had a lot of edibles before, but this was something different. Ah, <laughs> oh, fucking was it? Uh, I got through dinner, but was getting difficult to function. Walking out of the dining hall, I see this person who asked if I wanted to hang out. I was interested, so I made the split decision to try to act as normal as possible when the world around me is smearing to a blur. Why? Why would you want to hang out with that person? Just go to your room. Go, uh, I don't know, do whatever you do in a cruise ship. I've never been on one. My grandma goes on them. Well, she did. She was alive, but she she would go on, and she would, like, get a bunch of her old lady friends, and she would just go to, like, Alaska. That's how I want to be, by the way, when I'm an old person. It's just, like, get my homies and just go on a cruise ship to Alaska. Boys night. Boys trip. Anyway, uh, she leads me out to the back deck where she starts asking all about me, and I do my best to answer. I find out they're 20. I'm 22 at the time. Uh, but before I answer very many of these questions, they ask me how many kids I want. Uh, the next half hour? Two hours? Time was melting. They spent talking about how they wanted no less than five kids and was asking me how that would work with my life's plan. I didn't know how to respond, but I was weirdly paranoid about several things and being too stoned. Uh, name, namely, I didn't want to hurt their feelings, even though this became very uncomfortable very fast. Uh, you were uncomfortable? or Because, I mean, like that's not a, that weird of a question, asking how many kids you want in your life. They're not like, how many kids do you want me to give you? H how many kids do you want to have with me in your life? Uh, namely, I didn't want to hurt their feelings, even though this became very uncomfortable fast. Uh, I eventually tell them that I need to go to bed, that I'm too tired. I checked my phone. It's 927. They insist on leading me back to the cabin and kept throwing themselves at me the entire time, trying to get me at their cabin instead. Okay, so that, yeah, then that makes sense. That's uncomfortable. Um, I split ways with them at the stairs instead, get in my cabin and try to sleep everything off. The next morning, I get direct calls to our cabin from them. They memorized my cabin number from casual conversation when we first met. Oh. <laughs> um, dude, it's lie. Say, say your name is Richard Branson, and you're in cabin number... Uh, 
420, you fucking were. Um, Yowza. That's my soundboard. Hey, what cabin room are you in? I've been 420. Fricka, fricka, fresh. Hey, what cabin are you staying in? Oh, you know, I'm just in uh in uh 69. That was really cool. Um Yeah, no. I'm sure they I'm sure it doesn't go to the hundreds on a cruise ship. I I don't know how they work. I've never been on one. My grandma goes on them a lot. Um Yeah. If you want to know more about my grandma, um just feel free to I'll I'll release a bonus podcast and I'll just Say everything that I already said on this podcast. Um, uh, so instead of telling them, oh, okay, so uh, I, I don't have the heart to tell them this is too much. And I also never really had experienced anyone openly into me before. Uh, so instead of telling them this was too much, I spent the remaining three days avoiding them on a tiny cruise ship. Oh, yeah. And we were sailing on the edge of a hurricane during the last few days. Um, just turn the boat around. Why is that? Why do you have to sail on the edge of a hurricane? Why can't you just not go near a hurricane? Um, I don't. I am I. Is that crazy? That I'm. That that's my first thought. Is that uh, don't do it. Um. Hey, aye, aye, Captain. Hey, turn the fucking boat around. Go towards the not hurricane part of the ocean. He's like, ah, oh, no, this is my favorite route. No, man. Do cruise ship captains go down with the ship? Or is that just like a, like a, I guess the Titanic was a cruise. Who goes down? Do captains really go down with the ship? Is that an actual thing? That, I feel like I would just, like if I was a captain and it started sinking, I'd just be like, I don't need to do this. I can, I'll, I'll swim like I, why, why I don't need to die with all these people. Um, okay. So the ship came to a close. The ship came close to having to evacuate. Um, we were, we were tossing around so much, uh, evacuate what just into the water, just into the hurricane. I'd rather be in a boat in a hurricane than a not boat in a hurricane. When we got to the port, it was calmer, but we had to stay on the ship since the port was closed. Never before did I want to get home that badly. By the end of that trip, I won't sail on another cruise again. Okay. Good story. Um, yeah, that I would definitely want to go home too. Um, that's just how I'm ending all these. It's just, yeah, I agree. I would want to go home also. Um, her, yeah, I don't... I don't understand. Like, it, I feel like a lot didn't add up in this story. Like the fact that uh, you, you were sailing into a hurricane. That's the only part that didn't add up was the hurricane part. Um, I've never heard of a captain being like, yeah, we got to go towards the hurricane. We can't turn around. Just got to, we got to go towards that big water tornado. Um. Okay, good story. Yeah. Right on, uh, person. Wait, um, I'm just going to describe their profile picture. Um, all right, so it's a, a white lady and a, uh, and a guy and a girl. And 
they're eating, I don't know. It looks like they're eating a croissant. It kind of looks like, like a stock photo. I don't think this is really who you are, but it's this, uh, yeah, it's these two girls and this guy. It literally just looks like if you searched in stock photos, like eating croissants with friends. This is the first picture that would show up. Um, but yeah, Mr. or Mrs. Uh, I don't think that was clear in the story. Um, good story. Uh, let's move on to the next one. Um, um, where's another one? All right. I guess I'll read this one. Um, one time I met up with a guy from Hinge and the bar we met at was closed. So we just ended up walking a few blocks to his house. Um, wait, is Hinge... I know it's like a dating app. Is that like a... I don't know the difference between dating apps. Um, we had a glass of wine and hung out and whatnot. Ended up smoking a very average amount of weed. He walked inside to get a glass of water. So I went in after him and found him passed out on the floor. He then woke up and tried to play it off. I kept telling him he should sit down, but he insisted he was fine even though he was shaking. His lips were purple and his face was so pale he looked green. Um, he then proceeded to faint, but this time I caught his head before he hit the ground. Jesus Christ. Uh, this sounds terrible, but all I could think about was how bad I wanted to go home and not deal with whatever he had going on. I get that. That makes that doesn't sound terrible at all. I mean, maybe to some people, but if I was with someone that I didn't know and they were like, I'm just going to be sick. Oh, that's not fun. I want to be around fun right now. Um, can you be sick more fun? Uh, his roommate ended up driving me to my car and I ghosted him after that. I honestly would have ghosted him regardless, though. Sorry to that guy. Yeah. That's, uh... Yeah, that's... Those are the people that you want to ghost, you know? You don't want to ghost the the nice... You do want to ghost the nice people, too. You want to... I Ghosting is, uh, is pretty fun, I, I will admit. Um, is there anything better than it? Then someone being like, hey, and you just being like, you know, um, did he, okay. I, okay. I got to reread this. So, uh, so he was passed out on the floor. Uh, he then woke up and tried to play it off. So <sighs> was it the weed? We, we were smoking an average amount of weed. What's an average amount of weed? Because I feel like Snoop Dogg brings the average up. Uh, he walked inside to get a glass of water. Uh, so I went in after him and found him passed out on the floor. He then woke up and tried to play it off. <laughs> when a guy tries to play it off, he's like, oh, no, I just, I love smelling the floor. It's, I was, I'm just, I was just, uh, I was inspecting it. Uh, <laughs> I was, I, I thought I heard an earthquake. Uh, I was just getting down to see where it was. Uh, tests of shockwaves. Um, I kept telling him we should sit down, but insisted he insisted he was fine even though he was shaking. And his lips were purple. Okay. So his lips are purple. And his face was so pale he looked green. <laughs> Jeez, that sounds like a super villain. It sounds like the Joker. 
All right. Let's probably have time for one or two more. Let's see. Um, all right. This will be the, uh, this will be the last story. Um, all right. So my, I want to go home story. My sister got married in Puerto Rico a few years back. There was no reason for this. She just likes to be dramatic. So it's the day after the wedding and my father and brother and I already checked out of the hotel but kept our bags there while we explored Old San Juan. Old San Juan. Old San Juan. Um, dude, that was my name in my Spanish classes, and I still don't know how to say it. Um, for a few hours before going to the airport, my family was off doing their own thing, and I was just kind of chilling in a public area when I felt something land on the top of my head. It was a, it was a bird shit. I scraped all of it off of my head, off my scalp, and immediately went to find my fam to be like, we got to go, like, now. Dude, yeah, you got to go now. A few hours, you're getting shit on by birds. What's going to happen in a few days? A a bear is going to sit on your chest and shit. That's what's going to happen. A bear is going to... San Juan bear. Okay. Unfortunately for me, this happened at the exact same time we were supposed to leave. So there was no time to stop at the hotel bathroom to wash my hair out. Icky. Uh, so we pick up our bags and head to the airport where there is still no time for me to go to the restroom to even rinse my hair. I had to get on an eight hour plane ride back to Minnesota with shit in my hair. We land at about 3 AM and someone is waiting to take us back to my parents' house. Uh, I had to get back to Fargo where I was going to school. Uh, Fargo. Fricka, fricka, fresh. Um, where I was going to school the next day, though. So we got off the plane and into the car to take us to my parents. And that was an hour-long car ride. Got back to my parents. Uh, uh, got back to my parents only to have immediately leave again to go back to the bus station in the cities to take me to Fargo. Uh, Still no time to shower. Oh, you must have fucking reeked. Uh, I get on the bus to Fargo after another hour in the car and stay on that bus for about five to six hours. I finally got home to immediately shower the bird shit. I bet it's just crusty at that point. Your hair's going to fall. I bet you're just scraping your hair out of your head at that point. It's probably... Cement. Uh, I think after about 16 hours-ish of marinating on my scalp. Safe to say, I've never wanted to go home more than in those long, miserable bird poopy hours. All right. That's a, that's a good one. That's a, I mean, not good for you. That fucking sucks. But uh, good for us because we get to hear about it. Um, Yeah. I think I'll end it there. That was that's a good one to end on. Um, if you guys like it, uh, come back next week. I I don't know when I'm gonna release these, but uh, yeah, if you don't like it, um, I mean, just don't tell me. I guess just don't don't say things to me because because uh, either I'll get sad or I'll just uh, I'll find where you live and I'll I'll be like, how's this podcast? As I'm as I'm shitting in your toilet and you're like, what are you doing in my bathroom? I'm like, this is what you get, you know? But, um, yeah, I guess I'll see you guys, uh, 
next time. If I didn't get to your story this time, there were a few I didn't get to. Um, I'll try to get to it next time. Um, or not. I, I don't know. I'll, I'll try to get to all of them. But uh, yeah. All right. Peace out.